Ghostman Horror Host here. Premium Harmony by Stephen King. They had been married for ten years. For a long time, everything was okay. Swell. Nah, but how they argue. But they argue quite a lot. It really is all the same argument. It's circularity. It is. Ray thinks like a dog of track. When they argue, they like greyhounds chasing a mechanical rabbit. You go past the same scenery time after time, but you can't, don't see it. You, you, you see the rabbit. He thinks it must be different if he had kids, but she couldn't. They finally got tested, and that's what the doctor said. It was her problem. A year or so after he brought her a dog, a Jack Russell, she named Bizzy. He spelt it for people who asked. She loves that dog, but now they argue anyway. They're going to Mulmart, the green for grass seed. They decide to sell the house. They can't afford to keep it. But Mary says she won't get far until they do something about the plumbing and get the lawn feet fixed. She says their ball patches make it look like skinty Irish. Like shanty Irish. It's because of the drought. It looks a, it's been a hot summer. There's been no rain to speak of. Ray tells her grass seed won't grow without rain, no matter how good it is. He says they could, should wait. There's, then another year goes by, and we're still there, there. She says, we can't wait another year, Ray. We'll be bankrupts. Then he, she talks. Blitz looks at her from his place in the back seat. Sometimes he looks at Ray when Ray talks, but not always. Mostly he looks at Mary. What do you think, he says. Is it going to rain just so you don't have to worry about being bankrupt? Well, we're in it together, in case you forgot, she says. You're driving through Castle Rock now. It's pretty dead, but Ray calls the economy. has disappeared from this part of Maine. A Walmart is on the other side of town, near the high school where Ray is a janitor. A Walmart has its own stoplight. People joke about it. Pennywise and pound foolish. He says, you never hear that one a million times from you. He grunts. He did see the dog in the rear mirror watching her. He sort of hates the way Blitz does that. He occurs to him that neither of them know what they are talking about. I'm pulling the cricket peck. He says, I want to get a kickball for Tully's birthday. Tully is her, boy, little, her brother's little girl. Ray supposes it makes her his niece, although he's not sure. That's right, since all the blood is on Mary's side. They have balls at Walmart, he see, Ray says. And getting and everything's cheaper at Wally World. The ones that quickly pick are purple. Purple was her favourite colour. I can't be sure they'd be purple at Walmart. If they aren't, we'll stop at Quick Park on the way back. He feels a great weight pressing down his head. She got her way. She always does other things like this. He sometimes thinks marriage is like a great football game. He's a quarterback, backing the underdog team. He has to pick his spots, make short passes. If it, if on the wrong side, coming back, she says, as if they're caught in a torrent of city traffic, instead of rolling down through an almost deserted little town, where most of the stories are stores are for sale, I just dash in and get the ball and dash right back out. 
at two hundred pounds where he thinks your dashing values are over. That's only ninety nine cents, he says. Don't be such a penny pinch. Don't be such a pound foolish, he thinks. But then he says, Buy me a pack of smokes. While you're in there, I'm out. If you quit, we have an extra fifty forty dollars a week. Maybe more. He saves up and pays a friend in South Carolina to ship him a dozen cartons at a time. At twenty dollars a carton cheaper in South Carolina. That's a lot of money, even in his day and age. It's not he does, like he does try to accommodate. He told her this before, and will again. But what's the point? In one ear, out the other. I used to smoke two packs a day, he says. I'm now smoke-free, smokeless. Then half a packet. Actually, most days he smokes more. She knows it, and Rain knows she knows it. That means after a while, the weight of his head gets a little heavier. Also, he can see Blitz still looking at her. He feeds a darn dog. He makes the money that pays for the food. And his, but how is he looking at? But it's her she's looking at. But Jack Russell's aren't supposed to be smart. He even turns it into the quick pick. You might ought to buy them on Angel Island if you've got if you've got to have them. He says they haven't sold tax-free smokes on the race for ten years. He says I told you that too. You don't listen. He pulls out past the gas pumps and parts. Beside the store, there's no shade, the sun is directly overhead. A car's air conditioner only works a little. They're both sweating, and the back seat bits is panting. It makes him look like he's grinning. Well, you ought to quit, Mary says. And you ought to quit those, little Debbie's, he said. He wasn't, he didn't, didn't want to say this. He knows how sensitive she is about her weight, but about how it comes. He can't hold it back. It's a mystery. I don't eat those anymore, she says. Anyway, anyway, I mean any more. Mary, the box is on the top shelf, a twenty-four pack behind the floor. What? You, where are you snooping? A flush rises on her cheeks, and she sees. He sees how she looked when she was still beautiful, good-looking. Anyway, everybody said she's good-looking, even his mother, who didn't like her otherwise. I was hunting for the bottle opener. He says, I had a b- b- bottle of cream soda, a kind with an old-fashioned cap. Looking for the top shelf of the goddamn cupboard? Go in and get the ball, he says, and get me some smokes. Be a sport. Can't you wait until we get home? Can't you even wait that long? You can get the cheap ones, he says. The brown premium parmony, they called. The taste is like homemade shit, but it's all right if you, he'll, uh, if you only shut up about it. Where are you going to smoke, anyway? In the car, I suppose I have to breathe it. I open a window, I always do. I'll get the ball, then I'll come back. If you still have, if you still feel you have spent, have to spend four dollars and forty fifty cents to poison your lungs, you can go in. I'll stick with the baby. Ray hits it when he calls Brits the baby. It's, he's a dog and still as bright as Mary likes to bugs when they're in company, but still shits outside and licks where his balls used to be. Why a few twinkles while you at it? He calls, uh, tells her, well, maybe they're having a special on ho-hos. What, so you're so mean, she says. She gets uh, out of the car and slams the door. He's parked too close to the concrete curb for the building. She has to sidle along uh, until she got she passed the trunk of the car. 
He knows that she knows she's looking at her, seeing how she, she's now so big, has to straddle. He knows she thinks she's parked too close to the building on purpose to make her straddle, and maybe he did. Well, Blitz, old buddy, it's you and me. Blitz lies down on the back seat and eyes his, closes his eyes. He may stand on his back paws and shuffle around for a few seconds when Mary puts up a record and tells him to dance. And this she, and this she tells him in a weird, judgy voice that he's a bad boy. He may go in the corner and sit facing the ball, but he still sits outside. He sits there and she doesn't come out. Ray opens the glove compartment. He, uh, he paws for the rats and there's the papers looking for some cigarettes. He might have forgotten, but there ain't any. He sits there. She does not come, does not come out. Ray opens the glove compartment. He pours through the rat's nest of papers, looking for some cigarettes. He might have forgotten, but there ain't any. He finds, he does find a hotel sono ball, still in the wrapper. He punks it. It's stiff as a corpse. It's not to be a thousand years old, maybe older. Maybe it came over on the ark. Everyone has its, po- has its poison, he says. He wraps a sono ball. And tosses it into the back seat. Want it, Brits? Brits snacks a snowball into bites. Then he sets out to work, looking on bits of coconut off the ball seat. Mary pinched, pinched a bitch, but Mary's not here. Ray looks at the grey grass cage and does sees it's down to half. He must turn off the motor and roll down her windows, but she really. But then he really bake, sitting there in the sun, waiting for her to pay buy a purple plastic kickball for ninety nine cents. When he knows they could get one for seventy nine cents at Walmart, only that one might one be yellow or red, not good enough for Tully. Only purple for the princess. He sits there. Mary doesn't come back. Christ on pony, he says. Cool air trickles so from the vents. He thinks again about turning off the engine, saving some gas, and then thinks, fuck it, she wouldn't weaken bring him the smokes either. But then, not, not even cheek off-brand. This, this, he knows. He had to make that remark about little Debbie's. He sees a little a young woman in the real, real mirror. She's jogging forward toward the car. She's even had a merry. Great big tits shuffle back and forth under a blue smock. Biz sees her coming and starts to bark. Ray cracks down the window an inch or two. Are you with the blonde-haired woman who just came in? She's, she's your wife, he huffs out the words. Her face shines a sweat. Yes, he wanted a bomb for your niece. Well, something's wrong with her. She's fell down. She's unconscious. Mr. Gorsh thinks you might have had a heart attack. He called 911. You better come. Ray locks the door and follows her into the store. It's cold inside. Mary's lying on the floor. The, 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 her legs wide, legs spread, spread her arms in her side. She's next to a wire. Cinder full of kickballs. The sign of the wire, Cinder says. Hot fun in the summertime. He's, her eyes are closed. She might be sleeping here on the lid of him. Three people are standing over her. On one is a black... Dark-skinned man in khaki pants and a white shirt. A name tag of the pocket of his shirt says, Mr. Gorsh, manager. The other two are customers. One is a thin man without much hair. 
He is in his seventies at least. The other is a fatter woman. She's fatter than Mary, fatter than the girl in the blue smock too. Ray thinks, by right, she's the one who should be lying on the floor. Sir, are you this lady's husband, Mr. Goshars? Yes, Ray says. That doesn't seem to be enough. Yes, I am. I'm sorry to say, but I think she might be dead, Mr. Gosh says. I have an artificial respiration, a mouth and mouth, but Ray thinks a dark stim-toned man putting his mouth on Mary's French kissing her, sort of throat breathing down her throat, right next to the wire cylinder full of kickballs. Then he kneels down. Mary, he says, Mary likes she's having to wake up. It's like she's trying to wake up after a hard night. She doesn't appear to be breathing. But you can't always tell. He puts his ear to her mouth and hears nothing. He feels air on his skin. There's nothing but the air conditioning. This gentleman's called 911, the fat woman says. She bowled. She's holding a bag of bogles. Bagels. Mary, Ray says, louder this time. He can't quite bring himself to shout. Not down on his knees with people standing around. He looks up and says apologetically, she, got, she never gets sick. She's healthy as a house. Horse. You never know, the old man says. He shakes his head. She just fell down, the young man in the blue smock says. Not a word. Did she grab her chest, the fat woman with boogles asks. Don't know, the young woman says. I guess not. Nor that I saw. She just fell down. There's a rack in it, t-shirts near the kickballs, they say. Things like my parents were treated like royalty in Castle Rock. And all I got was this lousy t-shirt. Mr. Cross takes one and says, Would you like me to cover her face, sir? Gosh, good no, Ray said, startled. She might be unconscious. We're not doc- you know, we're not doctors. Past Mr. Gorch, you can see three kids, teenagers, looking at the window. One has a cell phone. He's taking it, using it to take a picture. Mr. Gorch follows Ray, look, and rushes to the door, flapping his hands. You kids, get out of here. You kids, get out. Laughing, the, t- the teenagers shuffle backward. Then turn and jog past the gas pumps to the sidewalk. Beyond them, the nearly deserted downtown shivers. A car goes pulsing rap. Too bad, the sound brass sounds like Mary's stolen heart. Heartbeat. When the ambulance. Where's the ambulance, Armand says. How come he's not here yet? Ray kneels by his wife, but a while time goes by, his back hurts and his knees hurt. But he gets it up. He'll look, he'll look like a spectator. The, the ambulance turns out to be a Chevy Stellar, painted white with orange stripes. The red jackpot lights are flashing. Castle Country County Rescue is printed across the front, only backwards, so you can read it in your rear rear mirror. The two men come dressed in white. They look like waiters. One pushes an oxygen tank in it. On a dolly is a green tank with an American fly decal on it. Sorry, he says. Just cleared a car accident over in Oxford. The other says, Mary lying on the floor. Oh, gee, he says. Ray can't believe it. Is she still alive, he asks. Is she still unconscious? Is she just unconscious? If she is, you better give her some oxygen or she'll have brain damage. Mr. Gosh shakes his head. The old woman in the blue smock starts to cry. Ray wants to ask her what she's crying about, then knows. She was made uh, a whole story about him from what she said. What he just said. Why, if he came back in, uh, in a week, 
or so that it played his car rights. She might toss him a mercy fuck. Did that? Not that. Not that he would. But there's that he sees that maybe he could, if he wanted. Two. Mary's eyes didn't react to the oscilloscope. One EMT listens to a non-existent heartbeat. The other takes a non-existent blood pressure. It goes on like that for a while. Seniors come back for some some of the friends, other people too. Ray guesses being drawn by the flashing red lights on top of the van. The way bugs are drawn to the porch light. Mr. Gottish takes another run at them, flapping his arms. They back away again. Then, but then when Mr. Gosh returns to circle around Mary and Ray, they come back. One of the EMT says to Ray, Was she your wife? Right. Well, sir, I'm sorry to say that she's dead. Mary, mother of God, a fat lady with a book, it says. She crosses herself. Oh, Ray stands up. His knees crack. They told me she was. Mr. Gosh offers, her, offers his EMT the souvenir T-shirt to put over Mary's face, but the EMT shakes his head and goes outside. He tells the little crowd that there's nothing to see. If anyone's going to believe a dead woman on a quick walk isn't interesting, the EMT yanks a goody from the back of the rescue vehicle. He does it with a single flip of the wrist. The legs fold downward. All by himself, the old man with the thinning hair holds the door open. The EMT pulls his rolling bed, death bedders inside. Woo, hot, the EMT says, wiping his forehead. You want to turn away for this part, sir? The other guy, one says, but Ray watches. As they lift her into the gurney, a sheet has been tapped at the end of it. They pull it over all the way until it covers her face. Now Mary looks like a corpse in a movie. They roll her out into the heat. This time the fat lady with the bulges holds the door for them. A crowd has retreated to the sidewalk. It must be three dozen people standing in the unrivaled Olga sunshine. When Mary is stalled, the UNT came back. One is holding a clipboard. He asks Ray about 25 questions. Ray can answer all but one about her age. Then he remembers she's three years younger than he. He tells him it's 35. She's going to take her to St. Steve's. The EMT with the clipboard says, You follow us if you like, if you don't know where that is. I know, Ray says. What do you want? Do they want to do an autopsy? Cut her up. A girl in blue and small gives us a gasp. Mr. Gush puts his arms around her. And she puts her face against his white shirt. Ray wonders if Mr. Scotch is fucking her. He hopes not, not because of Mr. Scotch's brown skin, but because he's got, got to be twice her age. Well, that, that's not our decision, the Emity says. But probably not. She didn't die unintended. I say the woman with the... Bogart rejects is a pretty clearly a heart attack. You probably have her released to the Moultrie almost immediately. Moultrie? An hour ago, they were driving a car, arguing. I don't have a, a, I don't have a Moultrie, Ray says. Not, not a Moultrie or bearable, nothing. What the hell? She's 35. The MT's a stranger look. Mr. Backwoodshall, here's someone to, to help you with that, all that. That says Stevie's. Don't worry about it. The MT pulls out. The light's flashing with the siren off. The crowd on the sidewalk starts to break up. The counter girl and the old men and the fat lady and Mr. Goss look at Ray as though he's someone special, a celebrity. 
She's waiting. She wanted a purple kickball for your niece. He says she's having a birthday. She's eight. Her name is Florida Terrafi for short. She was named for for an actress. Miss Scott takes a purple kickball for the wire and holds Ray in both hands on the house. He says, "Thank you, sir." Ray says, trying to sound equally solemn. And the woman with the boggers bursts into tears. Mary, mother of God, says she likes that one. They stand around for a while while Mr. Gosh gets a soda from the cooler. They're also in the house. They drink some soda and Ray tells them a few things about Mary. He tells them how she made a cook to talk third prize at the Castle County Fair. That there was, there was in o, that was in 02 or maybe 03. That's so sad, the woman. That's so sad," said the woman with the bulges. "Said she opened them and uh, and shared them around. They ate and drank. My wife went into her sleep." The old man said, with a thinning hair. "Says she's just laid down on the sofa, and never woke up. We were married thirty-seven years. I always expected I'd go first. That's not all the, the way the good Lord wanted it. I can still see her laying there on the sofa." Finally, Ray runs out of things to tell them, and he ran out of things to tell him. Customers are coming again. Mr. Gosh waits on them while some, a woman in the blue smock waits on uh, orders. Then the fat lady says she really has to go. She gives Ray a kiss on the cheek before he does. Now you need to see, now you need to see your business, Mr. Bocot, she tells him. Her tone is both reminding of fractious fertilizers. He looks at the clock over the counter. It's kind of, it's a kind of a beer advertisement on it. Almost two hours have gone by since Mary went sledding towards the car in the cinder block of the court thick. It was the first time he thinks of blitz. Maybe he opens when he opens the door, the heat rushes at him. But he puts his hand on the steering wheel to lean in. He pulls it back with a cry. He, he's got, he's got a hundred and thirty in there. Blitz is dead on his back. His eyes are milky, his tongue is protruding from the side of his mouth. Ray puts a, sees a wink of his teeth. There are little bits of coconut caught in his whiskers. They sh- shouldn't be funny, but it is not funny enough to laugh at but funny. Blitz, old buddy, he says. I'm sorry, I've hurt you in here. Great sadness and amusement swept over him. He looks at the blade, Jack Russell. That anything so sad could be funny, it's just a crying shame. Well, you're with her now, aren't you? He says. This ain't that sad, and it, when he begins to cry, it's a hard storm. Why he's crying, it comes to him now. He must smoke all he wants, and anyway, anywhere in the house, he can smoke right there at the dining room table. You and her now, Blitz, he says again through his tears. His voice is clogged with thick. It's released so sound, just like right for the situation. Poor old Mary, poor old Blitz, damn it all. Still crying with his purple kickball still tucked under his arm, he goes back into the quick fit. He tells Miss Gosh he forgot to put get cigarettes. He forget he thinks maybe Mr. Gosh will give him a packet of premium armies on the house as well, but Miss Gosh generally doesn't stretch that far. Generally doesn't stretch that far. Ray smokes all the way to the hospital through the window shut, air conditioning on.